ever since we moved here, I never get to see my friends anymore. But you get to get in the car and drive to LA and see your friends whenever you want. I mean, I, I'm just stuck out here by myself. Nobody ever asked me if I wanted to move here. I don't have to ask you nothing. I'm the parent. Would you have any idea the sacrifices your father and I have made so we could live in this house? You did not move in this house for me. You bought, you bought this house for you. We bought this house so this family could have a better life. Yeah, well, it doesn't feel better, okay? Because I hate it here. Yeah, well, I didn't hear none of that hate when we was eating two for one last week down at the Chili's. <laughs> Welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Ooh, today's episode was kind of juicy. Was, it was. We got to focus on another character. Ooh. Ooh. See? All right, season seven, trying to step it up a little bit before you step it right back down. Uh, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today's episode is called If You Can't Stand the Heat, Get Out of the Boonies, written by Prentice Penny. Original air date Shout eleven six Mm-hmm. Early. Early in the mix, you know? Gotta start tell, somewhere. Tell, tell them who Princess Penny is, because the girls might not know. Princess Penny has written other episodes, so we have talked about him. Um, but he is the showrunner for Insecure, if you guys know that show. If you don't know that show and you're listening to us, I don't know what to tell you. Impossible. <laughs> Jail. I don't know. If this, it has to be impossible. But if you don't know Insecure, please head over to HBO right now and watch it. But God help you if you haven't watched it yet. But yeah, that's Prentice Penny, and he's written this episode. You know what? Do you listen to... You don't listen to us on um, Spotify, right? You're on... Uh, you don't listen to us at all. You hear when it happens. Um, I'm, <laughs> I have the Google podcast. So we got our, our unwrapped... What is it? Spotify unwrapped. A few people have shown, you know, that, that we're a part of their top three podcasts that they listen to top for the year. Three? Which God, is like, you're going to make oh us cry. You guys love us. You really <laughs> love us. And so I looked on our side and I saw that the, the countries that listen to us, the top five countries, hold on, I have it here. It's the UK, South Africa, the US. I said Africa. Oh, you, you memorize this shit. Right. Huh? Period. Number one is the U.S., of course. Number two is the U.K. Number three is Canada. Number four is Indonesia. Shout out. Shout out to y'all. Shout out Number to y'all. Number five is South Africa. So thank you. I did not know that our reach got that far, but um, we appreciate y'all. And U.K. listeners, hit me up. I want to talk to y'all. <laughs> Which one's awesome about? I don't know. Y'all want to be on the show? We never had a U.K. listener on the show. Ooh, yes. We love your accent. Hit us we, up. Let's bring the accent on the show. Let's do it. We can talk about tea. <laughs> we can talk about and Big Ben. We can talk about Big Ben too. <laughs> and I love Amy Winehouse. She's great. I love her music. Etsy and don't Adele. like her so much. Oh yeah, what? Adele. I love Amy. Um, you don't like Amy Winehouse. <laughs> Etsy don't really be fucking with blue eyed soul like that. Nah, I be fucking with the blue. I like Adele. Um, Amy, I do like. Um, Robin Thicke's first album was it the second album? The earlier albums I fucked with. His second album. Yeah. Better, the first one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just want to... I would love to have a UK listener on the show. Just, I love, I love the accent. I swear we won't make fun of you or just 
just want to branch out and show that we got <laughs> we got reach you know what i mean so and ask right. him like about the show like how y'all watch it over there did like was it out at the same time or did y'all watch it later in syndication yeah. or like how did it air mm. like i have a lot of questions about that so hit us up at hell yes girl on tiktok or at hell yes girl on the twitter i swear we won't make fun of your voice i just like saying <laughs> twitter like that <laughs> twitter anyway so i'm gonna get into this episode it is t- my time to do the cold open and we start out with william he's on the phone with joan in the lobby of his therapist's office and he just got out of a session and he says uh that he's so happy about his decision to stay with monica and that his therapist dr wolfberg helped him clarify his feelings and he is at peace and then at that point we see the cops take the therapist out of the office in handcuffs and they say next time you want to play therapist buddy get a license and it's funny because Dr. Wolfberg looks over at William and smiles as he's being taken away. And we get our theme. Damn. Wow. Huh. What if that had happened to you? You've been going to this therapist for years. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it was the number was eight years here. God what damn. would you do? What would you oh, do? How would you feel? He... Well, here's I... what I think. I'm going to say it now. I have it later in the notes, but he didn't have a license. Maybe he had a license at first and either got taken away or he didn't um, renew it. That's what I'm thinking. Yes, that's what I was thinking, too, because I don't know if you can finesse just not having a license at all and starting your own for that long. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm on the same page as you where it probably expired. And he was just like, well, fuck this shit. I don't have to doing this shit because a lot of times with these licenses, I'm not sure necessarily about therapists, but like a lot of the medical licenses, it's a lot. A lot of yeah. um sometimes continuing education and you gotta yeah. spend those hours in class and stuff take tests and shit mm-hmm. um but yeah so he probably was like yeah i got the clients already i mean right. i got the white privilege i'm a man so <laughs> they might let me rock on this one and they did <laughs> they did for eight years and so i wonder i wonder what brought him down if somebody alerted him to alerted the cops to it or what happened but yeah. yeah, he fucked with the wrong one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So next we're at the Wilkes estate. Jabari is on the couch playing video games. And Maya is finishing up some laundry. And she tells him, um, you know, I'm going to sort your clothes, but you have to wash them. And um, not looking up from the game, he's like, okay. And she says, I'm serious, Jabari. Don't just say okay. He's like, okay. And then she finds something in his pocket of his jeans. I was like, condoms? <laughs> I forgot where this was going. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Not yet. No, it is a ticket stub to um, a movie in the middle of a school day, which is, come on, come on, Jabari, you got to get rid of the evidence. Like, I mean, he's a kid. He don't know yet to how to hide shit. I mean, shit. that is 101 if you yeah, really want to get good at it. You got to get rid of the FED. I mean, as soon as you get into the theater, you don't need that ticket no more. As soon as you walk your ass into the theater, yeah. shut it. Tear it up, put it in a, on the floor or some shit. Yeah, for sure. Come on now. Um, she confronts him and he's like, oh, it was freshman ditch day. Terrible lie. There's no such thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he said everybody went and she's like, I don't care if Jesus went. It's 1245. You're supposed to be get your learn on in AP English. Now, that's another lie. As far as I know, when I was in high school, freshmen didn't take AP classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Same. who wrote that? Prentice. I know. You're not a kid, and it's all new and stuff. I got Prentice it. Prentice said, child, <laughs> he gonna take it in this, this universe. Is- 
<laughs> He's like, it sound right. It sound like it could happen. Um, but also that shows me how dumb Jabari is because he skipped AP English. Why would you skip an AP class instead of like gym or like fucking well wood shop? Like pick a pick another class, an elective or something. And he even says that's the only real class I missed. I'm like, oh, so you had options. You mm-hmm. had options. You didn't have to miss English. But he mm-hmm. tries to like smooth it over by saying that he got an A on his English essay. And she's like, oh, good, but that don't mean you can skip class. Let me read the paper. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to stall for some reason. What happens here? He's kind of sort of taking it out, but not really. And Amaya grabs it from his hand, and then he tries to grab it back from her, and they're, like, fighting for this paper. <laughs> and as she's going through it, we see the A, so he did get an A. And then she's like, bitch, did you plagiarize the fifth chapter of my book? <laughs> <laughs> yes he did oh he my gosh did. that's correct that's way too much of a risk i don't know if it's I would way too that. much of a risk and also what the fuck was the topic of this paper what the fuck are you writing about what did that's, they tell you women's right. issues or something or i don't, I don't even know because it's like maya's book is a self is a self-help book right so how yeah. could you even plagiarize that like what did she Without say someone that you can put in the paper? You're right. All she's saying in it is work hard, believe in yourself, blah, 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 blah. Probably. No shade to the self-help books, but I mean, come on. I mean, right? that's the formula. So what did you even... <laughs> and she's like, what were you thinking? And he said that sometimes you get a little heavy-handed with the Ebonics. Oh, he's well, trying to be funny. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, Jabari Leroy Wilkes, as she says. I swear <laughs> it used to be Jabari Darnell Wilkes. But, oh well. Maya says, I don't know what's gotten into you. Skipping school, plagiarizing, checking my English? What's wrong with you? He goes, um, are you going to tell daddy? I'd be like, that's neither here nor there. Right now I'm here and I'm punishing you. Like, why do they do that shit? I hate that shit. Because that's what the non, the parent that doesn't do the disciplining does oh i'm gonna tell someone so i'm gonna tell your mama i'm gonna tell your daddy Mm. so now you have relinquished your power as an actual disciplined parent so now you're more like playing the big sister big brother role as opposed to the parent role so they don't they don't really really respect you or fear you like that because you're not the person who i should watch out for right she's the one that she's a good cop Darnell's bad cop, you know? Right. So, yeah, I was thinking, like, at first when I was watching it, like, is it because Maya's a woman and Maya is the woman? Ooh. And he's a he's a boy and he more respects his dad as another, I guess, man. He thinks of himself as a man. He respects his dad more than, I mean, Jabari's obviously, a, I think he's taller I than her. He's taller than her. Yes. And, and so maybe he doesn't, he's like, oh, I'm telling you, I don't need to listen to you. You're like, you're just a little low thing. So, but do she be slapping him though? Because even when, I feel like even at that age, when you're like taller, mm-hmm. there still should be, there still should be some type of, oh my God, she's going to find some out. Some kind of fear. Something. Yeah. Like, because that's still a parent, you know, what if you, you get taller than your dad, then what? Which happens mm. a lot. Yeah. Or is it, or does the male privilege hit so much that it don't even matter if you're taller than him, um, if it's still a him? I don't know. It just felt, it didn't feel like, 
oh, I'm just not listening to you because you're not the disciplinarian. It felt it felt more gender related um, to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But uh, she grounds him. And he said, but tomorrow's Armani's birthday party at Magic Mountain. And I'm thinking, well, damn, you should have hit all the evidence before you plagiarized. And, you know, the paper, he alerted her to the paper. I guess he ain't think she was going to pull it out and want to read it. Like, right. What I would have said, I would have said something like, oh, I may have gotten an A on the test. Who got the test? The teacher. Mm, that's what that's what he should have said. And you the ain't going to go through all it. them steps to, to call whoever, whoever, girl, you ain't going to do all that. Yeah. You got somewhere to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was going to a seminar. Um, non-refundable tickets, though, so that's fine. But, right. Yeah, it's like if you just hid a few things, kept a few things quiet, you could have been in a good in a good spot to go to that party still. But Maya says, Oh, well, unless you can get to the mountain using magic, you ain't. <laughs> you are not going. Mm. So she got, this this little kid got her checking her own English. Eh, Why he run you? Talk how you want to talk, Maya. Damn. That's what I said. And you talk about, oh, too much Ebonics, bitch. This Ebonics-filled book is what got you in this damn house. So I'm mm. going to need you to check yourself. That's Don't right. Don't be checking me, bitch. The this fuck? Ebonics is what's is putting food in your stomach. That's, a, that's your cereal right there on the table, on the kitchen table right there. Okay. Uh, your fucking Jordans? Okay. Anyway. So next we're at Joan's house. Lynn is playing a song for her on her guitar. Joan's swiffing around her and Lynn's finishing performing a song for her. And we don't hear what it is. We just catch the end of it. And Lynn's like, so how does, how does it sound? Do you like it? And Joan says, well, first of all, I liked it better when Beyonce won a Grammy for it. Hmm. And Joan what says, how did you about? manage to take a song to uplift women and make it into a suicidal death march? Mm, okay. I did some research. Oh, Black Twitter with the research. Well, not Black Twitter. I just went to the Grammy website. They have all the wins for everybody. Just type the name in. So I'm like, okay, 2006 and before. So I looked at the list of songs that she won for. And the only ones, there's only two, maybe two, that fit. One would be Crazy in Love. Mm-hmm. And if you bend the rules a little bit, the other one is Independent Women Part 1. That was probably what it is. But that's well, not... Beyonce. That's that's It's child. not Beyonce, but you know how people be. Oh, when they when they mean the group, they decide to say, Oh, Beyonce. They'd be like, Beyonce, oh, Beyonce, Beyonce got that song Survivor, right? You know, a song like, by Beyonce. Nah. They'd be really trying to disrespect the other members of DC and I am not here for it. Oh yeah, but me you know how people Because we all know are. the best member is actually Kelly, so <laughs> she has the best vocals in the group to me. But anyway, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna slide right by it. Watch people be like, I ain't listening to this shit no more. Oh, the bees are going to be after we me. We got the raid for you hoes, okay? You think the bees are going to be after me? <laughs> I'm scared now. I'm not going to put that in. <laughs> Keep it in. Say what we said. The fuck? Um, but anyway, so I think that it was probably Independent Woman. Because she said, how can a song about empowering woman? And Crazy in Love is just about, like, being in love. So I think it was Independent Woman. And they just said I, Beyonce. Yeah, I don't like that they just said Beyonce. Because there's, there's two other Corny. people in that group that were on that song. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. But William runs into the house at that moment and says, Joan, give me the name of a good therapist. He says, mine didn't make bail. And he tells her what happened with Dr. Wolfberg. And Joan says, how can you even practice without a license? And Liz says, that's easy. So I've heard. 
And Jones says, so for the past eight years, you've been taking advice from a quack? We don't know if it's been the whole eight years or not. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. But William says just because he didn't have a license doesn't mean he didn't give good advice, right? Didn't that quack encourage you to date Joan? (laughs) Yeah, and didn't he say that your relationship with your mother is completely healthy? (laughs) Okay, that quack was whack. (laughs) Or on crack. He learned a lot about himself, though. It led him back to Monica, didn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, damn. And he storms out of the house, and then Maya walks in. She had a seminar that day. It went great. And Joan says, by the way, I got those Laker tickets for Jabari. And Maya says, oh, well, he's on punishment. And she explains the whole ditching school to see Jackass 2. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback. It is a throwback. And that show was innovative for its time. But it is a rated R movie. Very much so. Yeah. There was nothing like it at the time. That's like what you niggas are doing now, but for free. They were getting paid. Who? What are they doing to that? You know how people do stupid ass, uh, yeah, on TikTok, do these dumbass stunts and shit. And um, Jackass was way ahead of their time. And it was Mm -hmm. very stripped down, too. It was like they were filming on a phone or it was just, it very much reminded me of what they do now, except they was, Mm -hmm. you know, getting actual grown men. Yeah. Oh, those, that too. They had, they had, they were on MTV, so they had the money. But he went to a rated R movie, so he snuck into a rated R movie. He didn't just skip school. He did some illegal shit. That's, are we really going to consider that illegal? Yes, because legally he cannot go to that movie. It's a, it's a dumb law, yes, in some places and for some kids, but it is in fact a rule. Uh, it's, that's why we have the, the rating system with the R and the PGs and the PG-13s is to tell people what they need to do, who can go and who can't. So this is what this, this is what Jabari's on. This is the type of time Jabari's on. I mean, he's a teenager, I guess. That's what teenagers do. <laughs> but Lynn's kind of mad because she was like, damn, he went to see it without me? He was supposed to go with me. <laughs> that would have been legal. See? You take an adult with you. He could have just waited for Lynn. Who was going to pay? Oh, shit. Well, apparently, what, Jabari's going to pay for her, too? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Lynn don't got no money. That's why she wanted to go with him. (laughs) Because she was like, I don't got the money, but Jabari do. Damn. You read into that pretty well. Um, (laughs) So Maya tells the girls about the plagiarism. And Joan assumed that Jabari got an F. Not because of the fact of him plagiarizing, but because... She devalues Maya's book. <laughs> mm. Maya's like, nah, he got an A. And she's like, really? She tried anyway, it. Joan. So Joan's like, so what did Darnell say about the whole, you know, skipping school shit? And Maya said, my man is in Florida living his dream. I don't want to bother him. And Joan says, well, maybe Jabari's at an age where there's a lot of peer pressure. And Maya said, I don't get it. It seemed like just yesterday, you know, Jabari was running around his underoos, playing with his trains, and now he's 14, he's got some peach fuzz, and he thinks he can pull stuff past his mama. But you know what? Uh Uh-uh. I have nipped that all in the bud. I sat him down and gave him one of my very effective one-on-ones. Right now, as we speak, he is at home writing and repenting. Mm. But we get an optical flip, and we see Jabari at the house. Is he writing, rewriting, and repenting? No, he is not. He is playing with some damn matches, child. 
in the house. Have like he don't got this? a backyard to play with some matches in. Well, he's a child. He don't think like that. But you ever uh, get a box of matches and start striking them? I nah. mean, we was all kids once. Nah, I'm t- I was scared. Really? Yeah. So, fuck around and burn some shit down. I, uh, I used to do this. I used to, I used to love the box of matches with the big stick. Cause I don't like having my fingers near the, like, I can't do the little, I don't the like big those lighter. either. Cause it's oh too God. close to my, I could burn my finger. Yeah. So I used to close. love the box with the long stem. You could, and just watch it. It's like, Oh, cool. I used to do that same shit. I just never burned nothing down, but it's kind of like calming and therapeutic mm. in the moment. Um, to just like, kind of look at it when you get the perfect strike and it's like, and you don't got to do it three times. It's just like the first try. It's like, it's just, I know I'm weird. I'm weird, but I don't do that no more though. Y'all I don't do that no more. So he has the matches and I guess one of them burned his finger and he tossed the shit on the floor instinctually. Right. Carpet on fire. And he, carpet's on fire he he just sits there he's like oh my god he don't know what to do he's like at first that kind of shocked where you're like and then he mm-hmm. runs into the kitchen and we get a commercial break <laughs> and so we get back from commercial and he decides to hide it by sitting on it and rewriting his paper <laughs> so maya comes in the door she's like you ain't hear me he's like what you talking about Jabari, I got all these groceries. I need you to go to the car and help me with these groceries. And so Jabari kind of do this like slide thing where he get like a, a folder and he put it under his mm-hmm. butt. <laughs> and she like, why you, what you, what you doing? Why you getting up so shady? Mm. And he's like, oh, my leg fell asleep. And she thinks that the folder that he used got pouring in it or something. I don't know why she came to that conclusion. Cause he would have hit it. He didn't hide it. Right. He just sat it on the floor. But she goes to pick up the um the folder and there's a big burn spot there. Oof. And it's a light carpet. Yeah. Mm. How long did she did he think he could actually hide this? It's wild. So she's like, I know that is not a big old burn hole in my special order, eggnog wall to wall. And he says, uh, I might have been playing with some matches. And she's like, what you trying to do, boy, huh? Burn my house down when you know I'm late on my premium? <laughs> stay my hand. Stay my hand. Stay my hand. Uh-huh. And she says, stay my hand. Stay my hand. That's just funny. <laughs> I love this physical acting from Golden Brooks. This is great. She does such a good job with it. She's really funny. And uh, she takes away his bike, computer, and anything else that has ever brought him joy. And he's on lockdown. He can't even, he obviously can't go to the party, but I don't know what more she can take from him. Cause he's in the house already. You, you grounded him to the house and he burned part of the house. So what more can you do? Mm-hmm. I think it'd be better if he wasn't in the house. So he don't break shit in the house. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know what? You staying out in the backyard. Nah, then he'll climb the fence and, and sneak out. I don't know. How you contain a child like this? You got to send him to military camp. Oh, like on Maury? Like how Mari used to do? <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's there yet because he's just doing like small <laughs> things. Quite, but like, yeah. yeah, if if he get too far gone, it's about that time where they send him to military camp and they have the niggas, the big black niggas screaming in their face. <laughs> and it's like, you think you, 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 you think you a man? <laughs> the big black nigga. <laughs> Why was it always a big black nigga? It was, it was always, always a big always. boy. Why would they do that? 
We know well, why. I mean, it was the nineties. We know. Yeah. Because you know, white people scared scared of black people. So thank you, they don't listen. You don't the listen. Door. They're going to be like, okay, mommy, daddy, I'll treat you right. I'll be, I'll listen to you. I don't want to go back to that big black nigga. <laughs> so, yeah, she puts them on lockdown and she's still fixing her English because I guess Jabari runs shit around here. So she's like grounding him, but also saying it in a way that she typically wouldn't. And uh, I was like, damn, damn, my he's stripping you of who you are. So it then, also may be something that he's highlighting that she already had within her like she probably already had that insecurity of her using ebonics a lot and then he's just like put a spotlight on it because if you notice that's something that um joan oh, kind yeah, of made fun of her about earlier yeah tony so it's definitely something where it's like she's kind of like the lower class individual in the group until now so that's something yeah. to think about too it's mm-hmm. prior Good to call. that. So he did that so he can get the power. Mm-hmm. He wanted to take some power from her. So he was talking shit about, ooh, these kids are evil. <laughs> Etsy. Ooh. <laughs> they be knowing. So then we see him walking down the street. What what he doing down the street? He like, she don't run me. I'm a grown ass man. I'm gonna go to this party. <laughs> I don't know who she thinks she talking to. So yeah, he's talking all that shit to whoever he on the phone with or whatever. Nah, he's just talking to himself, but that nigga ain't got oh, no damn well, yeah. phone. He, I forgot. <laughs> he got his phone taken away. But, yeah, so the cops come and they're like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> They do. That's a good sound effect because I know it. What <laughs> <laughs> um, like the fuck y'all niggas want? And they roll up on him probably because he's a black kid walking down the street in the suburbs by himself. He don't mm-hmm. look like he live around there even though he does, but he don't look like he does. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the cops pull up on him. And then we move on to the J-spot. Maya's over there venting about Jabari to the girls, and she doesn't get why that boy's playing with fire. And I'm thinking, Maya, he's a child. If you leave matches around him, we, he's going to yeah. try, you know, to, to use them. And Lynn pretty much says the same thing. She's like, I don't know where he could have picked it up from. And she's like using a, a lighter, and she's playing with the fire. That lighter, that type of lighter is a lighter I fuck with. Mm-hmm. They have all the shit I fuck with in this in this uh, episode when it comes to fire. Like, because <laughs> your hands, my hands aren't near the, the flame. I can't even get it, get the shit. Maybe I'm not applying too much the pressure. But yeah, the yeah, big Yeah, I ones, can't do it either. I don't even, I think that part should of be it, hot as hell. I think part of it's my own anxiety because I'm afraid that it'll burn me to where I'm not giving it the pressure it needs. Um, You know those little matchbooks, like the one that... um. They give out at restaurants and shit, the ones that look tiny, tiny. Yes. I don't know how people do those. Those matches are those so are thin so and small. papery. Yeah, it's but like people no, be no pushback. It's so small and like yeah. flimsy. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how people like them shits. My dad can do it real good. I don't know. I feel like anyone who's like older or a lot of people who's older can do shit like that. Like... <laughs> can make yeah. something out of nothing bitch i need this shit to just be <laughs> yeah, there just... it works it's big it's quality <laughs> i can't that is very true and then they'll be like hey like this i'll be like oh i don't know how to they're like, give it to me give it to me i'll do it like damn they don't, y'all kids nowadays don't know how to do nothing i guess not yo this is a side note but i was at the fish market and 
these motherfuckers asked me to pick up that and you know i have a thing about fish the the head being on the fish right wait you had to pick up a fish yeah when you're like at at the actual fish market you got to pick it up and then so that they could weigh it but you got to do it yourself with the gloves on why you gotta do it that's what i said so i was like i gotta pick it up and then they're like yeah i said with all them heads looking at me <laughs> and they start laughing and i'm like yo i have to close my eyes and pick up these fishes West and i was West. like oh my god um this is in brooklyn it, and that's all they sell is like seafood fish like but they don't got people for that <laughs> They don't do it. I was like, oh my God. And then the head was looking at me. Oh my God. Just, yeah, I'd be the same way. Like, that's what y'all not. are here for. That's what y'all are here for. Grab I it and weigh it and shit. And then you put it in the back so I don't got to look at it and I take it home. And I hate the head. Why you bought the head? Well, it's, it was the whole fish. Oh, okay, okay. I'm thinking then, you just bought heads. No, the guy. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. But yeah, child. Um yeah. I, I can't do that. I'm not a make something out of nothing type of bitch. Okay. Mm, the something's I feel already you. gotta be there. Yeah. I mean I can make something out of nothing in other areas of my life, but there's certain Period. things Ooh. that time has passed me by and no one's taught me, so a lot of times <laughs> you can just get a guy for that or call a gal for that. I'll call there's somebody apps. for it. There's apps there's for everything. App for that. <laughs> So Maya explains, like, I shouldn't have to leave my house and set up a nanny cam to find out what my son is doing. She's like, it's bad enough. I got to set one up for Lynn. Lynn be stealing spoons and shit from Maya's house. What the fuck? Damn, that's Why so she sad. How kitchen you sad fuck. That girl, poor, poor. So Joan's like, there has to be something going on with Jabari. Kids don't just act out consistently for no reason. And Lynn says, well, he does live out in the boonies. Maybe he's just bored. Please, we got a new house, basic cable, and occasional rattlesnake. I mean, what's it got to be bored about? It's tough to go from living in L.A. to living way out in the cut. Where do you suggest I live, Lynn, huh? I wanted a house. It's not like I had 50 million choices. I had to move where I had to move for my family. And yes, I know it may be far, but at least out there, Jabari can go to a good public school. At least out there, I don't have to worry about him hanging out with the wrong crowd and having to go get him out of jail. Ring, ring. So, my question also is, he's in a good public school. Is, is it a white public school or is it mixed? Because that may be one of the reasons why he's having a hard time. I assume that the public school that he's going to is going to be the same kids that live in the neighborhood that he is in. So if he got racially profiled um, in that neighborhood, then I'm assuming that the school is also predominantly white. So Damn. Jabari gonna have to join a, a a sports team or some shit, a black sports team. No 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 lacrosse or none of that shit. But look at you figuring stuff out. Oh, you I ain't know. think of that. Call me CSI. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a guy. I didn't notice that. Obviously, if he's getting profiled in his own neighborhood, and those kids would go to the same schools, it's probably a majority white school. <laughs> so. Maya's phone rings and she answers it. And I love that she has, she's listening. She has a blank face. Like, she's like, "Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. And then she hangs up and she's like, I got to go get Jabari out of jail. (laughs) And she leaves. Damn. That's so sad. There's something she says later on that makes me go, damn. 
Talk about a stereotype. Lord, a statistic what? waiting to happen. What? Because <laughs> that's what Maya says in the next scene. She's like, do you know what a tired cliche it is to go pick up my black son from the all-white police station? Oh, God. Whoo! You can't get more stereotypical than that. All the crackers looking at you of- like, bitch, come get this nigga. Of course. Like, yeah, of course this black kid. Doing nothing, by the way. Just walking down the street. Anyway, that was a really good line. And it is a a terrible stereotype that you can never take back. That has happened. And you can never say it never did. Mm -hmm. She says, don't you know these cops will shoot you without even hesitating? I was just walking down the street. But that's all the excuse they need. I was like, damn, it's still happening. 20 years later. Don't ever change. She said it was wrong of them to profile you, but your profile shouldn't have even been on the street. Mm-hmm. Okay, who wrote that? Prentice? Prentice wrote okay, that Prentice? <laughs> Prentice, Prentice trying to write. Come he said, y'all gonna listen to this justice. word. <laughs> well, his, his mom is a uh, is a judge. Who? Famous judge. Prentice's Prentice? mom. Yeah. Get out. She was on some famous case. Hold on. Like, recently. Let me see if I can find the case, because I forgot what it was. Some celebrity case. Ah, Britney Spears' case. Oh, Uh, that's interesting look at Mm -hmm. that connection anyway they learn something new every day child yeah prentice was like i've been in the court system i done heard my mom's story so this is what we're doing (laughs) so maya said we ain't we ain't even had our meet and greet down at the police station yet i'm like that's a thing people do i think in certain towns where you're more likely to see the same police all the time. I, I think I could see that happening. Like, listen, if you see me, don't try it. I live, I here. live here. Okay. That sucks that that even has to be done. But I guess mm. if you want your life saved and you want them on your side. Right. She's like, where were you going anyway? He's like, I was going to Armandi's birthday party. I'm like, at Magic Mountain? How are you just getting on the freeway? He 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 had to be trying to get a catch a bus or something. He had to be. I guess. Oh, what what money? Like how he, stop giving these kids money so they can do shit like this? <laughs> Cause he going to the movies and everything. He 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 finna take Lynn to the movies too. Fucking <laughs> Magic mm-hmm. Mountain. Ciao. Mm. So she's like, I ground you, I yell at you, and you still run around here disobeying and disrespecting me? And she's like, you know what? I'm going to call your father and let him deal with you. And that actually scares Jabari. And mm-hmm. he starts taking this shit seriously. He's like, no, don't call daddy. Bitch, why, why does she need to say that to get you to shape up and take shit seriously? I hate that shit. And He's- also, what is Darnell going to do that Maya couldn't except for beat him? Beat him up? That's what I think. I think. I think Darnell beats him and, and Maya don't. <laughs> Which is like, I mean, I guess that's that's y'all business, right? Is that how they and say then it? it's like at that at that age, is it is it a spanking or is it child abuse? I don't know. He's damn near what he's like three years away from being legal. It's just two grown men fighting almost. Right? <laughs> Put up your dukes, nigga. <laughs> Get the fuck outside where your where your fists at? Because I mean, yo, you know what that remind me of? Ti. Oh, T.I. and his son? Yeah. That was a crazy situation. That was a crazy situation. That is such a sad situation. 
That's I that kid is troubled. Something happened. We don't know the whole story. We don't. It seems that, you know, T.I. and Tiny, they was about that bag and they used to drop him off at the grandma house. That's what it seems like to me because he's not the first he's not the first kid that said that. I believe Zonique said that, too, um, a few times. And they said that when they would shoot the show, they'd be like, OK, come through. We, 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 we shooting for VH1. And then once the camera stopped rolling, they would go back to grandma house. I heard him say that in an interview, but they also said in that video where um they was beating him up <laughs> at the Georgia Dome that he was it was like you wanted to go over there, you used to beg us to go to Grandma House, mm. you used to hold your breath and and beg us, and mm-hmm. that was because Grandma used to let you suck on a pacifier till you was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Grandma gonna let him get away with a lot of stuff that the parents ain't gonna let him get away with. You know how the grandparents, the aunties are, be spoiling these kids rotten. So, yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that too. <laughs> that was a that video was wild. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Like, whoa, are y'all celebrities or? I think y'all well, I've been noticing celebrity don't mean shit nowadays. Like celebrities be doing shit that regular people do. They be fighting and talking shit and fighting with they feeling like regular people do. That don't matter. They do, but it's like, for it to be on video, it's kind of weird. Well, he was on a live. He should have shut that shit off. Well, you when know, it his started pride. to get crazy, he should have shut that shit off. He wanted to get some street cred yelling at T.I. and Tiny. He was like, and, look, look at me. And instead, he got his ass handed to him. You know you can't <laughs> beat that man. <laughs> <laughs> and it, they were saying he put his hands on his mama. I was like, hold up. You beating your Paula. mama too? Lot of us. Who taught you to do that? I don't Where know. Where you seen that at? Like, there's some influence. For sure. So, Jabari's like, I was only going to Armandi's party because I haven't seen him in two months. And this this was when he had already gotten up. Like, she was getting up to call Darnell on the phone. Mm. And he's like, see, that's the problem right there. We moved here, and I never get to see my friends no more. But you get to get in the car and drive to L.A. to see your friends whenever you want. That was a good point. (laughs) Okay. I I can't relate. I'm from New York. But I can see what he's saying. And he did make a good point. She is able to get in the car and drive the 60 miles. Damn. (laughs) You got to make a day of it. He's like, I'm just stuck out here by myself. Nobody asked me if I wanted to move here. I mean, you a kid, though. Like... We can't be asking kids where y'all want to live. They don't be like, can I live in a treehouse? Can I live in Disneyland? <laughs> like, nigga. <laughs> can I live with some bad bitches? Like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Maya's like, you gotta understand the sacrifices your father and I have made. He's like, you ain't moving this house for me. You bought this house for you. I'm like, okay, Jabari, so you don't want to live here. Where do you want to live at? Because you could just move out right now. Yeah, we 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 bought it for us, but okay, you're still benefiting from it. Like, and yeah. in a few years, you're gonna go off to college. So yeah, motherfucker, we bought it for us to chill. And what happened? Well, he don't think so. She's like, I bought we bought this house so you have a better life. He's like, well, it doesn't feel better. I'm like, okay, bitch, where do you want to live? Just leave. If, if you don't like go the back house, to get to, out to, to, to the to the hood where his friends go is back at. to the hood. Then go back. Go. <laughs> that's what I would say that's what, that's what my family my mom and my grandma would say oh you want go ahead and go he gonna be on the streets he gonna join the gang I mean what else can a 14 year old do 
who gonna buy your food who gonna buy your video game who gonna buy your nikes it's just like i don't know it's i i'm, I'm i don't like his whole i don't want to live here it's like if we let kids run our lives and tell us where to live we're gonna be living on a beach with like 10 <laughs> dogs and a parakeet like bitch chill <laughs> so he says i hate it here and he storms off to his room because Maya said, we ain't moving. Period. So let's check in with uh, what you think of this Jabari actor. This new Jabari and the storyline they're writing for him. What do you think? I kind of like him better. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Is like, it, he's not as serious. Like You can that, you to speak up. Because when I edit this, <laughs> I have to turn it up when you oh, do this. <laughs> so I, I kind of like him better. I don't know. I think that he's more likable. And that may be the writing. I don't know. But you like him in this moment being a little brat? More than I would the other character, the other actor. Yeah. Mm. Is it the storyline that you're attached to? Maybe the the writing writing. stuff for him? Because they didn't write nothing like this really for the first Jabari, except for that time he ran off to go get a smoothie. Possibly. And also, when he gives Maya attitude... It's not as much attitude as the other one would give him. Like, and the other one was younger, and he would give her, like, like, say it with his chest. I used to want to slap the shit out of him, but this one... Oh, when he was like, what you gonna do, hit me? Yeah. I'm too grown for that. I'm too old for that. Oh, okay. What's going on Mm. here? So, and that may be the writing, right? But I think energy-wise, he's kind of given off a more playful energy someone mm-hmm. something that is that i would expect from someone that age a young teenager preteen whatever because he's like what 13 14 whatever Four, 14 yeah. yeah yeah so that's still really young you know he he's not giving off grown energy that's what i was getting from the other one grown mm. yeah i mean the this jabari i feel like is a i don't know he's a better actor that's what i'm gonna say that may be i don't think the previous jabari could have pulled off this storyline and done it this entertainingly well and this realistically the scenes where he's talking junk about maya's uh ebonics but he's still being kind of like huh she's like what what were you thinking he's like, i was thinking maybe you should chill on the ebonics or um when he was like i might have been playing with some matches like the way he delivers those those little mm-hmm you know lines like he's in a fucking 50s sitcom and he's like leave it to beaverish you know what i mean giving me nick at night bitch and that's what i was giving (laughs) so he kind of has that going for him the where like i feel like this is a real teenager the other guy the other kid i don't know if he he was was giving teenager like that the other guy was giving me the wire you know what i'm saying (laughs) okay this one This one giving me Cosby show. Like, that's what oh, I'm, I'm looking I got for. You. I ain't looking I for a Y over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, that's interesting. I hate that they couldn't just have the same kid. Because it really messes with my head to see a whole nother kid. And we're still referring to him as the same name we've known the whole time. Or, or he's like, oh, daddy don't play. Like, when he said that. It's like, I almost feel like, how you know? You just met the guy. That <laughs> like, ain't your daddy. He just became your daddy like a few weeks ago. So it's interesting, you know? It's different acting choices and writing styles. It's definitely interesting to see. So next we see William coming over to Jones, and he's like, Joan, thank God you're always home. They're both in their robes. And he's in a panic because he couldn't sleep. And Jones says, William, I want my emergency key back. 
So there is a key. Everybody has a key. Mm-hmm. He has an emergency key. Mm-hmm. Well, that is his business partner. So that don't mean he need to have a motherfucking emergency key to her crib. You can have emergency key to the J spot. You have a key there. This is your personal space. What if something happens to her? And, you know, he hasn't heard from her, you know, like like on Dateline when people be like, hey, my business partner hasn't come to work yet. And it's not like her. It isn't like her to miss work. You do a wellness check, right? Pop in and be like, well, let me see. Let me just check. Maybe I'm overreacting. Let me walk in. Open the door. Is she here? No. Is she dead in the floor? On the floor in the back? Is she dead in the bathtub? If she left something there, he would have the key, too. There's a lot of reasons to have the key. Mm, I don't know. I guess it's because of how it's been framed throughout the first season where everybody just be popping in and out of her crib like it's nothing i'm just like oh i guess well, yeah the rest of the girls shouldn't have emergency keys i don't know you know it, but it would make sense for william since they're business partners i don't know that's just how i i thought of it she said william i could have had a man in here that's another thing <laughs> that i thought of too like you a nigga popping in with a key what if <laughs> mm. That would look bad to the like, guy. You're like, hey, who, okay. hold on. Why you got a kitty? Who is this guy? This better be your yeah. cousin. Yeah. <laughs> no, she'd be like, it's my business partner. Oh, what type of business is the J spot? You know, I work at a restaurant. Oh, why he need a key to your house? In case I go missing or I'm dead or you're a killer. Oh, okay. You, you ain't got no. About how we can't trust men, right? You ain't got no female friends you could um, give the key to instead of him. I don't trust some bitches. <laughs> that's the and big one of them live real far away she ain't gonna make it in time something happened to me i need that key nearby <laughs> i mean what what would make the most sense actually is to get the key to lynn she always gonna be ready to pop up <laughs> in case you but need she a- also might stow away and, and and squat in your apartment in your house if you give her the key she might true. set up house true that's what she used to i mean i don't see why not but yeah. when she says, oh, I could have had a man in here, he goes, Joan, please, don't take leave of your senses now. I need you. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, Joan used to get niggas, though. Don't play. Don't act like Joan wasn't out here with three dudes at once last oh, season. Oh, God. Like, I don't think anybody had that kind of thing going. Not even Tony. Tony had two at once, but All right. three at once? Whew. Juggling. Come on, now. So since William found out his therapist is a con man, and he let him in on all the intimate details of his life, like stay at the law firm, should he confront his father, and whether he should try it again with Joan. He thinks he should try it again, so he tries to kiss her. Did you see this? What'd you think of this? I was like, William, stop. That's why he's not supposed to have a motherfucking key. That is a, yeah. Like, no consent, no nothing. What the hell wrong with you? So now he's questioning all his decisions of his life over the past eight years. Dr. Wolfberg even told him to stay with Monica. So I guess should he stay with Monica or what? Uh, he 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 shouldn't stay with Monica because he going to make he, he going to make like her. her yeah. And when niggas niggas ain't like women, like if they staying with somebody who they don't like, they're going to make their life a living hell. Ooh. So just yeah. for Monica's sake, I think that he should just let her go. Mm hmm. Or Monica. Monica sees the signs. I don't know why she's still trying to be with him. Like he deprives yeah very weird because she's putting up with all this shit and she sees all the stuff he's doing and how lackluster he is about the relationship but she's still willing to 
cook for him and make it work. Like, girl, you can't get nobody else. You Monica. That pick me shit. It'd be strong. It'd be having a girl on a chokehold, yeah. Mm. So Jones says, you know, maybe you were the one actually making all those decisions yourself. Maybe he was just holding up the mirror. And William is afraid to make his own mistakes and make his own decisions because it could go badly like Joan, you know? Look at me. In the last six months, my bad choices cost me three potential husbands and my relationship with Tony. But you don't see me curled up in a corner? Maya did. <laughs> she said you were rocking back and forth in that corner. I said, did you see me? <laughs> Who were the three potential husbands? That photographer nigga? No, it was Derek, Javon, and Curtis. Were you there when this happened? <laughs> Derek, Javon, and They was all at her house at the same time. Oh. Okay. The hat fishing nigga. The, 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 the big hat fishing nigga. Uh-huh. The basketball player. And the journalist too. That basketball player wasn't going to be no husband. Let's stop it. Five. Okay. Two potential husbands. Okay. What? What? He wasn't. He was taking her to, uh, what? San, San Bernard? Not San Bernardino. Whatever. He took her on trips. Listen, when you show up butt naked and a nigga looking at you like, girl, you you going to have to get your <laughs> ass back home. That ain't a potential husband. Let's stop it. Five. Damn. He did do that. So he was two, like... Who's the other two he was niggas? Like, yeah, why you why you here? Why you popped up on me? He's like, um, why didn't you think, call first? I think you I think you need to put some clothes on, and, and it's getting cold <laughs> out here. Absolutely not. That was crazy. Can you imagine if that happens to you? I I don't do shit like that. So <laughs> I don't be I don't be going nowhere I ain't invited to. Okay, that's how you save yourself egg on your face. I don't go nowhere shit. I was not invited to. Especially not so with no nigga. So you ain't for the surprise I, nigga? I'm not into that. You might, you might get a surprise. You might get a surprise. You show up at a nigga house unannounced. Okay. Um, who was the other two? Who we, who we talking about? Uh, Derek, Wayne Brady, and, uh, Wayne. She really like that dude. Wayne though. CSI. Um, Wayne Incel Brady. It's, uh, uh-uh, uh, <laughs> absolutely not. Okay. That was a That's- no. <laughs> That was the ancestors guiding her. Okay, um, Whew, she so had to get up. out of there. Period. She had to get her as she was like, I, I practically, I'm falling in love with you. It was I'm practically given, in love with you. It was giving criminal minds. Um, who's the next nigga? The last nigga? The record exec, the guy that uh, Curtis, the Curtis. Remember, they was like, yeah, we're gonna go watch Dreamgirls at uh Quincy Jones's place. Uh huh. They had just signed somebody, and she's, he's like, oh, the record label gave us access to a PJ, so you want to come with us to Aspen or whatever? Yeah, no. And she was like, yeah. Um, I'm going to need Joan to reevaluate. Just because you're dating someone, that doesn't necessarily mean that. Doesn't mean they're potential husbands. Potential husbands. Okay, that is zero out of zero. Yeah, I don't know. When, when she said that line, and I had that in my notes, I was like, who the fuck is she talking about? Cause I know she I ain't exactly talking, about she talking about these last three niggas that we just seen. That's just, what she uh-uh. was talking about. Yeah. So that was that was kind of a cap, an over exaggeration, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> a cap, but over exaggeration, if you will. I'm not white. You can say cap. I understand. <laughs> uh, so Jones like I survived my bad choices, so you'll survive yours. And they hug it out, and Jones says, "Do you really need a therapist to validate your life?" And then we get an optical flip 
And he's in an office telling the lady at the desk he needs a therapist to validate his life. So next we're back at the Wilkes estate and Jabari's peeking out of his bedroom door to see if his father's there. I'm like, do you have to really peek out your door to see if Darnell's there? <laughs> like, wouldn't you hear that motherfucker? Yeah, because he loud as hell. He but, loud um, as fuck. Also, I don't really think this is that serious for him to fly all the way back up here from Florida. But Right. Not that serious. Yeah. But I get it. She was trying to scare him. Maya calls him over to the couch and says, I didn't call your father. He's like, oh, for real? Oh, for real? <laughs> but all of that right there is what we need to talk about. She says, you're always so concerned about what your dad's going to do that you're disrespecting me in the process. And I may have encouraged some of that behavior by always saying I'm going to call your father. I was mm. like, damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't say you lying on that one. She says, yeah, you're too big for me to spank, but not too big for me to run you over. Besides, your daddy's going to be gone a lot now, and it's going to just be the two of us. No, um, can't be running up airline bills and using up my anytime minutes to have your father solve every family problem. Damn, anytime, anytime minutes. Anytime minutes. Nowadays, you just get WhatsApp or just text or whatever. Yeah. Call on an Whoa, throwback. If you don't remember anytime minutes, they're too young for you. That's crazy that you couldn't if your if your family member goes all the way to another state, those are charges you had to just eat, like or never talk to them. Mm. So she apologizes for him being lonely. What? Why? He says he didn't know how to tell her because she loves the house so much. And she says, But I love you more than the house. But that's Cap. Yeah. But she says, um he can drive himself to see um Armandi. That is a terrible name. Armandi. Mm. There's too many syllables or too many um vow- uh, consonants. Too many consonants. Mm-hmm. Armandi. Mm. Can it be Armani or Armando? Mm. Whatever. And uh, yeah, she said, uh, you can drive yourself there 10 years from now when you're off punishment. And he apologizes for disrespecting her. Oh, yes, he, he might do it the next day. He should apologize. Yes, but you got to be consistent and never do it again. Then he says, so what are we going to do about the carpet? Because daddy don't play. Maya's like, I got it covered. We'll move this rug over here to put it <laughs> over the spot. And they unrolled the rug, and there's a hole in it. Mm. And Jabari said, Auntie Lynn did it. Check the nanny cam. It's behind the painting. She said, it ain't behind the painting. He's like, dang. There's a whole running joke where people are like trying to figure out where the nanny cam is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final scene. Do you want to talk about the final scene with William? Why William going to um Miss Cleo? Looking for... <laughs> <laughs> Call me now. Go. Yo, her documentary um on HBO. Oh my god, it was so good. Is Highly it good? recommend. Yeah, she didn't make any money. These motherfuckers. I don't even remember. But just look up Miss Cleo documentary HBO. It'll come up. I used to think she was real. Bro, do you, you she oh was generating god. this company millions and she didn't see shit. She was black. She ain't see shit. She had an accent. And she became, like, so famous. They were making so much money off of her merchandise, over her likeness, her image, and she ain't seen nothing. And they made her take the fall for that shit. That's It is called crazy. Call Me Miss Cleo. Give It, it says 5.4 out of 10. They tried it. On IMDb. <laughs> um, they tried it. Who do it. I believe? Just put it on, or put it on in the background then. If you is Raven like Simone in it? Raven Simone is in it, right? 
No. And Deborah Wilson. Raven. So, oh, Raven so is Raven, in it. Yes, Raven is talking about it. And Deborah yes. Wilson used to do, on Matt TV, she would do the... um. Yeah. The impression. The character? Yes. So, it has her hair, too. Yeah. God. It says 5.4. I don't fuck with 5.4. I'm saying... Okay, put it on, like, while you're doing something else, then. If you don't want to just sit down and watch it. How about that? I'll do that. I'll, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll put it on while I'm editing or something. Right. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, he goes to a Miss Cleo-esque character. Mm-hmm. Juju? Because he can't Juju go. Juju woman. Yeah, he does say that. Juju yeah. woman. That's like a, a slang. Okay. And the joke is the, the irony of him leaving his life in the hands of a fortune teller. The end. Mm-hmm. Woo, we made it. We did it. We did it. So next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. Now recently we've been getting very similar oh hell yeses. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we're on a roll. Week. Three for three. I I honestly don't want to. I don't want to call it three for three because I don't want this to happen. I want to have different oh hell yeses. Like it's cool that we we are in each other's heads walking around. That's fine. <laughs> that's a cool thing. But I know it. Like I already knew that. I don't need this to happen to know that that's what's happening. So let's see if we got something different this time. Okay. Go first. Jabari and stop. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going, keep going. I would say for me, the new Jabari's acting. And as well as that scene with him and Maya. When they kind of like... What scene? What scene? At the end. All the way at the end. Where they like kind of make up and then they come to an understanding. Is it the exact same? Okay. If it's no. different. Oh, good! <sighs> Maya, I mean, it is Maya and Jabari, but it's the scene where Maya's telling Jabari what a tired cliche it was to pick him up from the police station, because I felt that. Ooh. I felt that. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. I was like, it was almost like a chill down my spine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I was like, oh, hell, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. That was that was what it was. Thank God. All right. I think every time now I'm gonna hope that it's different because I just don't want to give I want to give the listeners something to be like guessing about. You know. Yeah. 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 If if we're both the same, it's not it's not interesting. Right. But anyway, guys, rate, review, subscribe. Head over to our social media: Twitter at Hell Yes Girl and at Hell Yes Girl on TikTok. Also, fans in the UK, if you're listening, hit us up. We would love to have you on the show. Does that sound like we're just ignoring our American fans? Like, fuck y'all. We want some UK people. I mean, I would say tap in. Even people from Indonesia, tap in. If you're from another, Bali, tap in. If you're from another country, we would really <laughs> like to hear from our international fans of the pod, and we would like to give yeah, them a chance in. to be on a show, so tap in. Yeah, say hello. H- hit us up on um, on our social media. Say hello. Reach out to us. I want to chat. Tap in, guys. Yeah. Next episode is called Just Joan. You know that's from? Uh, Just Joan. No. It's not really Joan, but Just Jack. Spirit Fingers? No, it's from Will and Grace. You're not a fan. Oh. It's cool. Shit. I, w- I wasn't really And then there's Just Jack 3000. It's cool. Um, <laughs> so if you guys know Will and Grace, you know Just Joan. Bitch, well, that's funny. Spirit Fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's not Superstar. Or not Spirit. Spirit Fingers, bring it on, right? Yeah. Anyway, join us for that next week. 
when we talk about that episode. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we will see you next week. Bye.